This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. From MPB Think Radio, this is Next Stop Mississippi. I'm Michelle McAdoo along with Kamel King, and as we do Every Friday, we'll be traveling across the state, letting you know about people, places, and events that make Mississippi a great place to live. Today, we'll start our road trip in Jackson for the 32nd annual Blue Cross Blue Shield Taste of Mississippi. Next, we'll head to the Mississippi Museum of Art for their Art Party 2019. After that, we'll move to Ridgeland for the 14th annual Sante South Wine Festival and end the show in Natchez for the 31st annual Natchez Pow Wow. So hold on tight because we're partying for a purpose right here on Next Stop Mississippi. Get your MPB car tag anytime. It doesn't even have to be up for renewal. Simply go to your county office to sign up. When you get an MPB car tag, a portion of the fee helps MPB continue to educate, inform, and entertain Mississippians. For details, visit mpbonline.org slash car tag. We'll see you on the road. You're listening to Next Stop Mississippi on MPB Think Radio. This is Next Stop Mississippi on MPB Think Radio. I'm Michelle McAdoo along with Kamel King of Visit Mississippi. And as we do every Friday, we'll be traveling across the state letting you know about people, places, and events that make Mississippi a great place to live. Now, we've got a great trip lined up for you today, but I want to talk to my friend a little bit before we get started. Hi, welcome back. Thank you. Thank you. How are you doing on this wonderful spring day? You know what? I feel really good. Good. I feel very good. I don't know. Spring is not my favorite season. Fall is. But I feel very good. Yeah. I just feel happy. Uh, euphoric almost. Is <laughs> big word. <laughs> 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 so I know you do a lot. I know each week we like to uh, catch up with Kamel King. That sounds like a show. No, catching up, Catching up with Kamel King. <laughs> there we go. Um, I just put that out there. <laughs> so what Let hap- me get there. Let me get my own show real quick. No. Catching no. up with Kamel King. What were you doing this week? Wow, this has been a uh, actually a fantastic week. Uh, working on going to China with my executive director mm-hmm. Craig Ray uh, for the a Chinese music tourism uh, conference going on in Chengdu, China, uh, where we will be representing uh, Mississippi and Mississippi's music and our cultural events and and all of the things that we do here uh, to the Chinese market and. So excited to go because I have never been across the pond and especially on that side of the hemisphere. Uh, so I am very thankful that uh, Craig Ray saw fit to uh, bring me along and that uh, Visit Mississippi uh, is going to be represented in China. So we are expecting delegates and uh, and, and people who are tourists and all sorts of uh, influencers in the Chinese market to be there. Uh, so that is one of the biggest things that I'm excited about and uh, actually preparing tomorrow to be a part of the first inaugural Bobby People's Gold Coast Blues Fest. This is Pearl, Mississippi's first blues fest wow. ever in history. And if you know anything about Pearl in that in that area, it's called the Gold Coast because back in the rip, as they say, back in the day, <clears throat> that's where a lot of bootleggers used to uh, run their liquor. And so Pearl has a, a very flavored history. And Bobby Peoples, the reason why it's named after him, uh, because he uh, has passed on but was a wonderful man and a big part of the Mississippi Blues Commission that is over the Blues Trail. So uh, 
uh, and he he is big uh, a big supporter of Pearl, and, uh, and he and the mayor are, are friends. So it's going to feature Grammy nominated uh, Zach Harmon. Uh, the Keisha Ooh. Pratt Band. Yes, yes, yes. IBC winner Keisha <laughs> Pratt Band. Jackson's own. Yes, there you mm-hmm. go. Clinton's own. Yes. Uh, Eddie Cotton, mm-hmm. IBC winner. Mm-hmm. And then you know the, the big man himself, Kingfish Ingram. He will be closing oh, the show. Oh, man. We so had y'all him on come the show. on out to that. It's at Bass Pro, uh, right there on Bass Pro, Pro Drive uh, this Saturday. And the performances start at 4 and at 10. And there also be a Cornhole tournament? I don't know much about cornhole tournament. Y'all know, y'all might, y'all, y'all listeners know something about that. Y'all might want to tell me a little. Well, something. that's great. It seems like it's going to be a great weekend overall in um, yeah. the uh, surrounding areas. Uh, festivals everywhere. Speaking of festivals and yeah. events happening this weekend, we've got Eric Kegler. He's the benefit committee decoration chair for the Mississippi Museum of Arts Art Party. Welcome, Eric. To the show. Thank Good morning, Eric. I'm so glad to uh, have you on the show to talk about this big event, big fundraiser for the Mississippi Museum of Art, and uh, just how important Mississippi Museum of Art is to Mississippi and Jackson. So let's start there. Tell us a little bit about what you do with the Mississippi Museum of Art. So I am actually the decorations chair, and I own a business called Eventful that we kind of do, like, decor and things. But we've worked really closely with the art museum for years, kind of throwing this fundraiser for them, which is really their fundraiser, like their once yearly fundraiser to kind of raise funds for the museum so that they can keep doing all of the really amazing, like, things that they do for our community, which are free. Like, actually, the access to the museum is free. They do all of these free benefits. They do the Look and Learn program and the Museum After Hour program. Um, They play movies and do camp scholarships. But this is the one fundraiser that we do every year that actually raises the funds to actually support all of these programs for the community. So it is kind of, like, near and dear to my heart just because Having an artistic background, I think the arts are so important in our culture. And so I know that the museum does an amazing job of sort of bringing that to our state and our city. So we always kind of support it and help them kind of create the decor every year. Wow. So, I mean, not only is this thing important, this is ultra important for people to come out and support because it is literally what keeps uh, the Mississippi Art Museum free for all. It is. And, you know, and the truth is we really try and throw – a great event every year and kind of up our ante every year. So it's a really fun event. So the truth is it's, it's really a good time. We um, we really kind of went with a theme this year because, like, we work so much with kids and bringing art into, like, the young people's community here that we really kind of came up with a theme this year of kind of it's like an adult art party where basically you're going to kind of become part of the art there. So we've had designers and artists, and we have created – all of these installations that you can kind of get in amongst and in the middle of and kind of become part of the art. So it's kind of a great cocktail party, but sort of like a little bit of a childlike fantasy as well. So we kind of think it's really going to be a good time. I'm glad you brought that up. Let's talk about the Art Party 2019 now. Before, I think I heard you mention you've done it every year. How many years has uh, the Mississippi Museum of Art? five years. Okay. We have, well, it has been going on for a long time. Mm-hmm. It's for about the past five years, we've really participated in it as like a, a sponsor and really kind of helping them kind of work on the decor and things. So okay. it is, and, and it has been a really fun opportunity for us to sort of stretch our creative legs as well, as well. So I'm always appreciative of the Art Museum for letting us kind of come on board and help them out a little bit. Right. So you said you're going to have an artful photo vignettes around so people we, can immerse themselves in the art mm-hmm. and become it one is, with the art. Huh? Yes, it is kind of becoming one with the art, which we sort of figure would get people involved and kind of make it fun and, you know, dress fun and have a good time. And it's um, amazing band. We have Patrick Harkins coming in to sort of play mm-hmm. and um, really amazing food by Jesse Houston from Fine and Dandy. Mm-hmm. And um, La Brioche is doing all our desserts. Mm-hmm. Um, so there is a, just a ton of like fun great cocktails great like you know so we kind of really try and throw a great cocktail party for the evening and um and it's april 5th it's it's six thirty until it kind of ends um it's a hundred dollars for an individual ticket which is great if you want to kind of upgrade there's a 500 hundred dollar vip ticket which gets you access to like a vip bar and kind of your own sort of special area of the museum to mm-hmm. kind of wander through um but, like, we just really think that, like, what we really try and focus on is just how much this does for, like, 
our community in the museum to kind of build up like our our like coffers so that we can do some of the free things that we enjoy doing throughout the year for everybody else in the community. Right. Nice. So um, tell everyone again, uh, do you know the website where people can go and find out more information about ticket uh, prices? And um, again, this actually is going to be April 5th, starting at 630. It is. And so you can go to bidpal.net backslash art party and you can buy your tickets on there. You can actually start. We have just released all the auction items because there is a huge auction that we have. A, um, an amazing amount of artists have come in and patrons have come in and donated art. And there's an amazing home and there's jewelry. And so there's also this amazing auction that goes on and it's online. So even if you can't make it to the party, we would love for you to go online and look at the auction items. There's some incredible things that you can actually bid from afar on. So that would also be good if you cannot make it down and cannot buy your tickets. Um, we would love for you all just to kind of go online and look at the the silent auction and live auction items that we have going on. All right. And before we get out of here, I know in the beginning of the show, you um, are the owner of, or you work with, what's the name of your company again? I am the owner of Eventful. We are a a party um, like design and production and rental company here in Jackson. Mm. And if people want to reach out to you, because you do all of the big, hottest parties in Mississippi, <laughs> if they go. want to reach out to you and find out about you, where can they find more information about your uh, company? So they can go to www.erickegler.com, which is E-R-I-K-K-E-G-L-E-R, or they can call us here at the store at 601-366-9909. Thanks for putting a nice plug in for us. I appreciate that. <laughs> of course, of course. We want to thank you for uh, spending a little time with us. I know you have a lot on your plate getting ready for the big Mississippi Museum of Art art party. Again, it's happening Friday, April 5th, starting at 6.30 until... Now, tell people exactly, because I know the... Art Museum has different areas, and you have the art, uh, the garden, and things like that. Where exactly will the art party uh, be held on the premises? So it's in the main lobby, actually. So you'll come to kind of the front doors and register at the front doors and, like, kind of check in. And then basically the party runs through um, the entire lobby, the Trustmark Hall, and all the way down through the gallery, the one main gallery that sort of runs through there. So there's a large part of the interior of the art museum. So even if it's a little rainy or it's a little hot, come on down because we will keep you dry and really, really nice and like nice and toasty inside. (laughs) Cocktails and the there you go. (laughs) Well, thank you so much, Eric, for spending a little time with us today. It was time for us to take our first break, but when we return, we'll head to the um, uh, we'll speak with Michelle Bingham. She's with Stewpot and she's the director of special events and communications, and she's going to talk to us about the thirty second annual Blue Cross Blue Shield Taste of Mississippi. So hold on tight because we're continuing this ride right here on. Next Stop Mississippi. For MPB comes from Art in the Pass, April 6th and 7th in Pass Christiane, showcasing various types of art by 100 jurored artists, plus children's marine education activities, fishing, rodeo, and schooner rides. More at artinthepass.com. Get your MPB car tag anytime. It doesn't even have to be up for renewal. Simply go to your county office to sign up. When you get an MPB car tag, a portion of the fee helps MPB continue to educate, inform, and entertain Mississippians. For details, visit mpbonline.org slash cartag. We'll see you on the road. You're listening to Next Stop Mississippi on MPB Think Radio. This is Next Stop Mississippi on MPB Think Radio. I'm Michelle McAdoo along with Kamel King of Visit Mississippi. Now, before the break, we spoke with Eric Kegler from the Mississippi Museum of Art, Art 
party. He talked yes. to about talked to us about a wonderful art party that they'll be having on Friday, April fifth, starting at six thirty. A great fundraiser mm-hmm. to raise money so you can go to the Mississippi Museum of Art for. Free. free. I mean, what's for free anymore? What's that new days? commercial? Free, 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 free. It's so funny. <laughs> All right. We're going to continue our road trip. Now, again, we're partying for a purpose today on Next Stop Mississippi. And we're going to continue our road trip and speak with Michelle Bingham. Good morning, Michelle. Good morning. Good morning. How are y'all? <laughs> I am doing fine now that I have you here. <laughs> <laughs> Great! Uh, I know you have a you've been uh, doing a lot getting ready for the um, taste of a Mississippi. Let's start at the beginning first and let people know a little bit about yourself and what you do with Stupot um, organization. Uh, I'm Michelle Bingham, and I am the director of special events and communications for Stupot Community Services, and I've been here for about 16 years. So I am very happy to be setting up this Taste of Mississippi event for Monday night. Wow, you've been there a long time. I mean, I know you have helped so many people and seen so many things and heard so many stories. I I can only imagine the catalog of people in your mind. Yeah, that is so true, but uh, I don't like to think that I've helped a lot of people. I like to think that they have enriched and helped me in my life um, more than I could have ever done for them. Yes, indeed. Now, that's that's the sentiment of a true leader of, uh, you know, something of this magnitude. That is. T- yeah, <laughs> tell us, uh, you know, before we get into, you know, the taste of Mississippi and how it helps Stupot, uh, just tell us, you know, for all the listeners who don't know about Stupot, uh, what you guys do, what your mission is, and how many people you help and help you guys uh, throughout the year. So Stupot is a simple uh, soup kitchen, uh, but we are so much more. Uh, We have about 13 different ministries, and our mission is to simply give our clients a hand up and not a handout. Uh, We just want to see them live their lives better than they came into our doors. Mm. And how I know I don't want to get too in too many specifics and we want to talk about the taste of Mississippi. But what are some programs that you do offer to help those people get to another level in their lives? Sure. We have our noontime lunch, uh, which we serve every day with no questions asked. And we have our clothing closet, our food pantry. We have a children's after school program and teens after school program shelters, and we have a day shelter where our clients can come and have dignity. They can take baths, uh, prepare resumes, use the phone, and no one has to know that they're homeless. You do so much for the community. Stupot has been around for so mm-hmm, many years, mm-hmm. doing so much great work in the Jackson community and beyond, because not just Jackson, for the state of Mississippi. Mm-hmm. People don't understand right. that. And since mm-hmm. we're talking about that, let's talk about the taste of Mississippi. 32nd year. 32 years. 32nd year, yes, it is. And that's thanks to the great restaurants and supporters that come and party with us for a great call. And speaking of that, let's let's break it down. What is when people say, well, they hear Mm -hmm. taste of Mississippi. What does it what is Mm -hmm. a taste of Mississippi? Mm -hmm. What will they can they expect if they buy purchase a ticket and come? So it is a food tasting event where it is all inclusive. You get your food, you get your libations. You get your entertainment, a silent auction, all for one ticket price and all for the best cause ever, helping other people. Wow. Wow. And so this year, now 32 years is a long time. Um, How do you reinvent yourself? And I heard a little birdie told me (laughs) that you guys (laughs) have some new new things uh, this year, especially the biggest one is the location. The location. That is right. We are at a historic venue. Uh, it's the Ice House venue located at 251 West South Street. It is a jewel in the downtown area. Um, and it's, it, you would never know, uh, the beauty of it until you step mm-hmm. inside. Beautiful. So that's one thing I think our, uh, party goers are gonna see when they come on Monday. You know, where's this place been? Mm-hmm. Why didn't I know about it? 
You pass oh, right yeah. by it. When you're yeah. driving, yeah. You, you don't really. I had a gig there, and I'm driving. I'm looking for it. I'm, you know, I got my Google Maps up, and yeah. I think Java had to tell me how to get to the ice house. But it's huge. It's beautiful. Yeah. I like the rustic feel, and I know um, I've heard, seen some um, quotes online about why you guys chose the ice house versus Highland Village. Can you just explain again why did you guys leave Highland Village? Because I know you guys had a, a relationship with Highland Village. So Highland Village decided that they didn't want to do food events there anymore when they uh, renovated and, and um, you know, so we, we went out looking for different spaces. So we partied at the South and the Railroad District, and it kind of felt like the party was not cohesive. Mm-hmm. So we found this place that is in our area because we want to keep our events in Jackson because we're a Jackson right. Profit, mm-hmm. And we want to support our area. So we, we went looking and we, we found this space and we thought to ourselves, this is an elegant space. It provides the same atmosphere as before inside in one building. So you don't have to perfect. worry about weather elements, hot, yeah. cold, Correct. rain. Holland Village, how dare you? <laughs> well, you know what? Of course, you and I talk off air. Everything happens for a reason. This yeah, was not certainly. a bad move. Things happen for a reason, and it's going to get bigger and better. Mm-hmm. Now, let's talk about this That's year's right. event. Uh, how many chefs do you have on board this year, and uh, what types of foods will you have? So right now, we're up with 30 uh, different restaurants, and um, and it, we leave it up to the chefs to decide what food they want to prepare. Mm-hmm. So the categories that we'll we'll have judges, and they're all vying for that one special uh, plaque. Um, they can either be best entree, best appetizer, best dessert, or best presentation overall. Mm. So whatever uh, category they decide to participate in, um, we have it for our people that are coming on Monday night. Mm-hmm. So you can taste an array of different foods Ooh, from all my kind over. Of thing. And are they local chefs or like Jackson centered or all over the state? Well, um, we have some from all over the Tri County area. I'll say. All right. Now, do, now um, the the same chefs don't participate every year. Do you guys change out chefs, or is it usually the same ones? And then tell us about the live music that people can expect. Okay. So um, we do have some of the same restaurants because they're the party goers' favorite. So we reach out to them every year. The winners always come back. Mm. But as new restaurants open up around the area, they do participate as well. And um, so we we try to keep it common and 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 familiar. Mm-hmm. But we also have new things and new foods and flavors that you can try as well. Mm-hmm. And this year, our um, band is the same band that we've had in the past, uh, Hunter Gibson and the Gators. All and right. it's because he puts on a show like no other. <laughs> and so our people want to see him come back every year. And we do, too. He's great and wonderful. Oh, and if it's not broke? Don't fix That's it. That's right. <laughs> Don't fix it. <laughs> and uh, speaking of fixing, you last year you guys raised over a hundred thousand um, dollars to fight homelessness and hunger in the Jackson area and surrounding areas. How important is this event for Stupot? So this is one of our major events for Stupot, um, and we serve about six hundred and fifty people each and every day, and that mm. service to them is at no charge. Now, it is very important. It is. Now, that All is a staggering statistic. Important, important. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I did not know you guys served that many people a day. Yeah. Wow. wow. Mm. And so, again, if you're listening, you understand that this we're partying for a purpose. You're going to have a mm-hmm. great time. You're going to taste some great food, get to vote on some foods, have some nice libations, dance the night away. But at the end of the night, at the end of the day, you're mm-hmm. doing this for a great cause. Also, right. would you suggest people purchase tickets in advance or at the door? Because I know these tickets can go fast. They can. And so it's 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 totally a preference of them. Um, you can purchase the tickets in advance. Uh, the ticket locations that you can purchase them in advance are you can come to Stupine and get them. You can get them at Lemuria Bookstore. You can get them at Beckham's Custom Jewelry in the district. Or you can go online at www.tasteofms.org and get your ticket. 
Now, Michelle, what's, what's interesting to me is being in tourism, you know, this event is named as one of the top 20 events by the Southeast Tourism Society. So mm. that's a big deal. That means not only is it great for local people and, you know, for local uh, okay. city and state people, but it brings in people mm-hmm. who come in pro- every year to support this cause. So that shows you how much of an impact it really is. That's right. And I've had some people that have bought tickets that are here on business, and they're from the uh, Texas and Arkansas area, Louisiana, and they are coming to our event on Monday night. So I am thrilled and excited that Stewpot can be a name in Jackson, Mississippi, that people recognize as a great cause mm-hmm. and want to come and support our event. Well, again, thank you so much, Michelle. Tell everyone before we get out of here uh, when and where again and give them that website. Okay. It's Monday night, April 1st, and that's no joke. <laughs> and it's at the, um, I'm sorry, at the historic Ice House venue at 251 West South Street in Jackson. And the website is www.tasteofms.org. Tickets are $70 in advance and $90 in the door. So get your savings and get them in advance. But if you don't, you can get them at the door. Wonderful. Thank you again. (laughs) Thank you for uh, spending a little time because I know you have your hands full uh, with planning this big event. Thank you again for always uh, coming to MPB and being a part of our Next Stop Mississippi. It's time for us to take another break, but when we return, we'll head to Ridgeland. Yes, indeed. It's time for the Santa South 2019 show. Stay tuned because we'll be right back here on Next Stop Mississippi. Well, don't worry. MPB Think and Music Radio are available online and on our MPB public media app. It's simple. Just log on to our website at mpbonline.org to get started. This is MPB Think Radio. You're listening to Next Stop Mississippi on MPB Think Radio. Welcome back. This is Next Stop Mississippi on MPB Think Radio. I'm Michelle McAdoo sitting in for my friend. My friend. That's my friend. <laughs> Mary Margaret Miller. I know if you've listened to the show, you're like, where is Mary Margaret? Miss where her is Carmen? So much. Where's Carmen San Diego? <laughs> She's on the road somewhere today. She's right. traveling. She is back from maternity leave. Had a little newborn baby. Beautiful. And, oh, yeah. And I can't wait. I haven't seen her yet, but I, I can't know. wait to see her. Little. Dot. Dot. <laughs> dot and Weezy. I know, Weezy and Dot. That's the new show. But um, I can't wait to see her, and I can't wait to welcome Mary yeah. Margaret back to the show. We do. Uh, we have a synergy here at yep. uh, Next Stop Mississippi. And I am the producer. I, I don't know if you know uh, Michelle McAdoo. I'm the yep. producer and the host uh, right now here. And I love what I do. So I'm glad to be on this side of the window with Kamel King of you Visit pr- You are Prizzo. Oh, my goodness. He's so funny. Well, before the break, uh, we spoke with Michelle Bingham about the 32nd annual Blue Cross Blue Shield Taste of Mississippi. Now, I hope you heard that interview. If you haven't, you can go on our podcast, listen to uh, our podcast at mpbonline.org because that is a very, very great event. They do, Stupot does so much for the community in Jackson and Mississippi at large. So if you can go support Taste of Mississippi, if you've been going to Highland Village these past years, it has moved to the Ice House and it's going to be bigger and better. So Mm -hmm. again, just know we're partying for a purpose here on Next Stop today. Speaking of partying for a purpose, we have, of course, our friend T.J. Harvey. He's here every year talking about the uh, Santa South Wine Fest, but this is the 14th annual Santa South Wine Fest. Good morning, uh, T.J. Good morning. Thank you for having me. Thank you for uh, spending a little time stealing away from all the work you're doing. So, of course, uh, let's start with talking about what Alzheimer's uh, Mississippi does uh, and what they provide. Yes, uh, Alzheimer's Mississippi, we provide resources um, for families um, advocating for research and clinical trials here in Mississippi. Uh, 
connecting families to a social worker, helping them navigate um, a disease that not only impacts the person that's diagnosed, but the whole family. And so we are here to be a resource for our families that are impacted by Alzheimer's disease. Wow. So uh, you guys have been around for a long time. What, you know, what was the idea to come up with the wine festival to have it uh, support what you guys are doing? Sure. Well, about um, Norm Rush and BOMAD and Associates began the event about 15 years ago. And um, Norm Rush has a, um, his mother had Alzheimer's disease and uh, 15 years ago, they approached us, and we got involved, and uh, Sante South Wine Festival, this year presented by Mercedes-Benz of Jackson, um, became one of our primary fundraisers throughout the course of the years. It's grown from a small um, you know, person event, 100, 150 people attending, to almost 1,000 people attending mm. annually. Yes, it actually it actually has grown. Let's talk about why it's grown. It is a wonderful festival. Tell mm-hmm. listeners what they can expect for the 14th annual Santa South Wine Festival this year. Yes, you know, well what really makes this event stand out from other events is that winemakers or representatives from the vineyards are actually at the Santa South Wine Festival pouring the wine talking about their wines. We have vineyards represented from California, Oregon, Washington State, Argentina, Australia, France, Spain, uh, New Zealand, South Africa, Germany, and Mm. um, people actually get to talk about if you have, if you're, if you're, you know, if you're really into wines or a novice at uh, wine tasting, it, it, you know, it doesn't matter. It's an opportunity for you to really get to know the wines you enjoy and try new wines. We, you know, our price point of the wines poured are from $25 to, you know, over a hundred dollars. So may get to try some wines that you may normally not purchase. (laughs) Uh, So that's really, you know, one of the unique things about this event is that um, you you get to speak with the person who produces um, their vintage. And you also get to pair it with nice um, food, nice culinary, uh, succulent uh, food here. The, the food is oh, awesome. Yeah. You have oh. how many chefs uh, or restaurants do you have attending this year? We have uh, twenty restaurants participating this year, and you know we couldn't do it without our restaurants either. We're grateful that our uh, local restaurants, all the restaurants that um, are participating, are local. Um, we do have some outside of the metro area, such as Restaurant Tyler and Starkville, but, um, you know, Barrel House, Char, Table 100, Lou's, Majestic Kitchen, Manship, mm. Costler Prime, just to name a few, and they will be um, serving some of their, their best dishes. Now, what attracted this year, you know, uh, you mentioned Mercedes-Benz coming on as a new sponsor. How did that relationship get started, and uh, what do you think made them finally have an interest in in coming aboard? Sure. You know, I think that, you know, we producing an event like Sante South um, aligned with with Mercedes-Benz as a luxury uh, car dealership. Um, this is, you know, we're proud that Sante South has become a luxury event. And, you know, we were approached a couple of years ago, and the conversation continued um, through this year. And uh, we finally decided uh, this was um, this was the next step. And so we were very grateful that uh, Mercedes-Benz of Jackson decided to join us in, in uh, presenting uh, Sante South. Well, what impact has Mercedes been um, on the presentation of the uh, festival? Have they uh, has anything changed or grown since they became a partnership? Uh, I a think sponsor? That the the visibility of the event has increased. Um, you know, they've uh, really have helped through their marketing, getting the event out, and of course, you know, having a presenting sponsor like Mercedes Benz you know, attracts attention. So mm-hmm. it's really helped uh, garner some attention to the event. Right. So let's break it down. Let's talk about the actual um, event and activities surrounding the event. I know mm-hmm. it starts off with a um, the Run Now Wine Later. I love the name of <laughs> the 5K. And let's talk about that a little bit and then just break it down and tell everyone the events uh, preceding that event and how they can become a part of that. 
Definitely. Yeah, we we um, about five years ago we were brainstorming. We we're like, what what can we do to, you know, add a little you know a little something uh, to the Sante South Wine Festival? And so we came up with One Now, Wine Later. Of course, being a a health organization, an organization right. that talks about brain health and Alzheimer's disease, we wanted to, you know, add a, something to it. And, and studies show that uh, moderate exercise, whether it's running or in the gym, uh, can increase the parts of the brain that create and store memory and anyway we can't we decided let's do a 5k and uh, so we have the run now wine later 5k which will be friday night uh, april the 5th at the race registration will begin at 4:30 um at renaissance the race will begin at 6:30 at renaissance and um it's timed by um mississippi race timing so you get a bill you'll be timed uh, we'll have award winners and afterwards you can have uh, wine or craft beer or water, and we'll have snacks and refreshments. Uh, and you can register, you know, for that event as well at SanteSouth.org. So you're going to have a big party after the, you, you run. So you get a little mm-hmm. reward if you do a little work. You get a little and cheese and wine. Set up and for then, the big day. Exactly. Yeah. That's right. So after then, Friday, right? What's next after that? And then after Friday, of course, we have, uh, you know, we are community partners with the Ridgeland Fine Arts Festival, so that will be going all day Saturday, but the Sante South Wine Festival will begin at 6.30 p.m. with the VIP event. Um, Mm -hmm. It is a limited ticketed event. Uh, We sell between 250 but no more than 300 tickets for that event, so for that first hour, if you're a VIP ticket holder, you get to really have a unique conversation with the winemakers, um, kind of get to move at a slower pace. And then at 7.30, we open the doors uh, to the grand ticket tasters um, for the rest of the evening. So the, okay. in, the evening will end um, at 10.30, and um, you know everybody is welcome to enjoy the food, enjoy the wine, and uh, also tea and coffee for okay. those that, Ah, who needs that? (laughs) Who needs water? (laughs) (laughs) You had to throw that in, tea and coffee and water will also be available. Water, yes, lots of water. (laughs) Let me ask you a question now. The other events scheduled around the uh, crafts, the children's crafts corner and the student art gallery, that's a part of the um, art event as well. that's part of the Ridgeland Arts Festival. Right, and live music. Mm Mm-hmm. That's yeah, we'll at. actually have um, two tasting stations throughout the course of the event on Saturday and Sunday. Um, so we'll have a select selection of um, a red, white, and rosé wine from um, a couple of the vineyards represented, and as well as craft beer. So for those that would like a little sip while they shop, we'll be we'll have um, a couple of tasting stations at the Ridgeland Fine Arts Festival. Now, Michelle, I got to say, as a man of frugality, <laughs> I might not always get the VIP experience, but this is something that is worth it because mm-hmm. I had a, uh, I've got a special friend that started taking me to wine tastings, and I mean the conversation you have with somebody from the vineyard and telling about their their story, their process. And the process, mm-hmm. their family, how did they they came to get into the business is almost as important as the wine, mm. so oh, it's yeah. it's worth it. It definitely gives you a new appreciation once you understand and and get to talk about the product and how it's produced and and uh, and what what goes into production. Yeah. All right, and the pairing. I, I just you know I love food, but when you say about you have the restaurants, do they do some of the wine pairings with certain foods and tell you what goes best with what wine? Uh, we, we, some of the restaurants do. We've tried to coordinate that in the past. It's one of those things though, that it gets very difficult mm-hmm. in trying to court because we have 120 odd wines that will be poured, wow. um, and so to you know find that exact pairing. But we do um, you know, but any wine is wine is meant to be paired with food. It's always you know it's going to bring out the flavors of of the wine a little mm. bit better. So mm-hmm. yes, so the food that that is there is is um, definitely will be enjoyed with the wine. So last year you uh, reached over one. One thousand people, yeah. over a thousand people. So, yeah. do you expect to exceed that this year? We d- we expect to, to you know if we stay around that mark. Um, we, the footprint that we currently have at Renaissance, uh, hopefully after the the uh, the new section is completed, we can expand that a little bit more. But 
um, for everybody to really enjoy the, the, the atmosphere of the event and the quality of the event, um, we, we expect to stay around a, a, around 1,000. Awesome, awesome, TJ. Uh, we'll tell people where they can go to find out more information about us, Alzheimer's Mississippi and register for the many events you know, that you guys have scheduled for the festival. Yes, to learn more about Alzheimer's Mississippi, you can visit alzms.org. Um, you can also find the link to Sante South there. You can go directly to Sante South Wine Festival presented by Mercedes-Benz of Jackson at santesouth.org. That's santesouth.org. Uh, you can register for the 5K through that site, order your tickets. Uh, VIP tickets are 150 and grand tasting tickets are 100. Uh, tickets will be available at the door as well. Now, word of advice, everyone, upgrade your Uber and your Lyft <laughs> yeah, apps. Yeah, okay, yeah. this is originally On that same note, if you are planning ahead, we do have a designated driver ticket for $20, and that person is welcome to enjoy the food and the coffee and tea. I was going to ask that, but, you know, I didn't know if it was the place. But this is actually the place to mention that. I was going to ask that because of what the festival is, will you have that available? That is so wonderful. Thank you again, TJ, for spending time with us this morning. And, of course, please go ahead and get your tickets for the 14th Annual Santa South Wine Festival. We're going to take our last break of the day, but when we return, we'll end our road trip in Natchez for the 31st Annual Natchez Pow Wow. So don't go far. This is Next Stop Mississippi, only on MPB Think Radio. Running a business requires smart decisions every day. Make a good decision for your company today and reach MPB listeners through MPB program underwriting. For more information, go to mpbonline.org slash underwriting. You're listening to Next Stop Mississippi on MPB Think Radio. Mississippi on MPB Think Radio. I'm Michelle McAdoo along with my traveling partner, Kamel King of Visit Mississippi. And today we've been partying for a purpose. Before the break, we spoke with T.J. Harvey about the 14th annual Santa Santa South Wine Festival. Mm -hmm. Now let's welcome our friend friend of MPB, I think I've had him on three times already in almost three years, Lance Harris. He's the site director with Grand Village of Natchez Indians. Good morning, Lance. Good morning. How y'all doing today? I'm doing wonderful. How are you doing? Doing well. We're busy over here in Natchez. I know. And, you know, I I really sometimes think about... um, having an event the weekend before that Friday of the event, I know you are running around Mm -hmm. getting prepared for tomorrow. So let's just start off by telling people a little bit of history behind this Natchez powwow. And what is a powwow? Yes, ma'am. Well, powwow is a uh, social gathering of Native people to enjoy some uh, music, some song, uh, dance, food, arts and crafts, uh, it's just a general celebration of Native American culture. Of course, the focus and the highlight is uh, the music and the dancing that you'll see at various points throughout the day here at the 31st Annual Natchez Powwow. Now, Lance, that's awesome. 30 for, 31 years, and then what I'm seeing is that almost 3,000 people attended last year. And, uh, I mean, those are great numbers because it is, I think it's very important that we keep, you know, the history of Native Americans, the, you know, Native American culture. I mean, they were here before any of us, you know, mm-hmm. so it's so awesome that you're keeping that in the forefront. Mm-hmm. That's right. And, you know, we have a great venue for uh, this kind of event, of course, the uh, powwow happens at the Grand Village of the Natchez Indians, one of the most important uh, mound sites in all of North America. It's so important because uh, it's one of the only places in North America where um, European colonists recorded the lifeways of Native people living at an actual mound center. It's, it's very unique in that respect. Uh, one of the things I find interesting about this is if you read some of those old 
uh, colonial uh, records and everything, they oftentimes talk about the Natchez or Nachi people having a variety of different dances uh, at their mound center, uh, war dances, uh, social dances, all kinds of things. And so I, I like to think that we're continuing that tradition here in the modern age at the Grand Village. Yes. So let's talk about the 31st annual Natchez Pow Wow. If someone who's never gone to an event like this, what can people expect? Let's break it down and start from when I was doing my research, it was so beautiful to see some of the pictures of last year. You all, you have a Masters of Ceremony and a, um, an entrance with an arena director. Let's break that down and tell, uh, tell a b- little bit about the culture and the history of those dances and what is gourd. What is gourd dancing? <laughs> what, is, sure. what is that? Well, i tell you what. I'm going to break it down by some of the time frame that we have going on. Of course, the dance, the powwow starts tomorrow. Uh, the gates will open around 10 o'clock. Uh, for your viewers, it is $5 for adults and $3 for children entry. Uh, we encourage people to bring their lawn chairs with them as well, too. But please leave their ice chest at home. Uh, there's going to tentatively be a traditional stickball game played at 10 a.m. tomorrow. Um, stickball is a game that's generally played among uh, natives of the southeast. So if you think about Choctaws and Chickasaws and, and Creek people and that sort of thing, uh, this is a game that's uh, kind of ancestral to them. Modern-day lacrosse is a derivative of it. Mm, okay. uh, then at 1 p.m., we'll have the Gore Dance. Um, gore Dance is uh, a, it's a warrior society dance. It started among the Kiowa people primarily and then spread to other tribal people. But, but the Kiowas are really known for having uh, some of the ancestral parts of that, that Gore Dance. Um, it's a sedated dance mostly, and in, in it's, uh, it's men and women, but the men really kind of play a central role. All the uh, dancers have gourds that they uh, keep time with to the music of the drum and the singing, and uh, it's, it's really a good good time. Uh, after that, we have the grand entry and mineral tribal dancing at 2 p.m. Uh, that will start with a grand procession, um, and then all the dancers will march in uh, by category, led by our head man and head lady dancer. Head man this year is Rusty Lawrence. He's uh, from the Ponca, Oto, and Shawnee tribes of Oklahoma. And then Angie Thurman Goodfox is our head lady, and she's uh, Sacking Fox and Comanche. And they'll be leading our procession of dancers. We'll have princesses from different uh, dance organizations or different powwows throughout the country. And then we'll just have some good old intertribal dancing. You'll see a variety of individual dances and maybe even some dances where spectators can participate as well, too, such as like a, a two-step dance, which is a social men's and women's dance. And then we'll start it all over again and repeat the same thing at 7 o'clock, starting with another round of grand core dance and then another grand entry and then tribal dancing starting at 8 p.m. And then we do the same thing again on Sunday as well. The core dance will start at 1 p.m. and then grand entry at 2 o'clock. Wow. That's that's about all I could do is the two-step. Are they going to teach us uh, what they teach us how to do the dances? Because if, if, if anyone has gone online to see the tribal dances, and it's called a gourd. Are you saying gourd, correct? Um, gourd, yes, ma'am. If you see that, it is so much movement and, and agility, mm. and it's so intricate, and it's amazing. It's, I, I love to look at all the other cultures mm-hmm. and look at the history of it and what it means because all the movements. And uh, let's talk about a little bit what you taught me. I think it was yesterday, TJ. I mean, I called you TJ. Um, Lance and the day before about their traditional uh, dance clothes. I love what I learned about another culture. Sure thing. Well, these dance clothes, uh, they're their their artworks in their in themselves really you can see a, a a traditional dancer or a straight dancer or a ladies jingle dancer uh, you'll notice that they have an outfit that it's beautiful uh, it'll be a variety of different vibrant hues different uh, fabrics and materials from just regular cloth to feathers to leather even some metal items um, and it's all very carefully coordinated and put together to uh, generally express you know their tribal identity. Uh, if you're around the circle enough, you'll start to pick up on uh, what tribes had certain uh, symbols or motifs within uh, their, their cultural iconography, and you'll see that show up in these outfits as well, too. But they're really beautiful. They're also uh, generally designed to be able to accentuate the dance moves that they have. Mm. So you'll see a lot of times, like uh, men's traditional dancers, they'll have a lot of leather fringe on their outfits, and when they're dancing, 
that frange will just sway in motion with them as well, too. Ladies' mm-hmm. jingle dance is another example. These uh, ladies, they have uh, all these beautiful tin cones sewn onto their outfit, and those tin cones make a noise, and it uh, reverberates with the drum as well, too, so they're able to keep time and have a beautiful expression of artwork that they wear as well, too. Mm. So what type of foods and other activities will you have um, at the powwow? What's the traditional native foods that you got, you guys will have there? Mm-hmm. Well, certainly the most well-known traditional Native American food is fry bread. Um, and if you've never had it, you should come get some because it really is delicious. Mm-hmm. Uh, oftentimes, that fry bread will serve as the base for either Indian tacos uh, or other delights. Um, we'll also have other variety of foods as well, too. Uh, I'm sure there'll probably be some barbecue out here somewhere. Mm. Uh, we had a snow cone stand being set up earlier today, so uh, come and, and bring your money for that as well, too. In addition to the food vendors, we're also going to have a variety of uh, arts and crafts vendors as well, too, and they'll be selling a variety of different products, um, dance outfit, uh, clothes, oh. all kinds of different artworks and that sort of thing. Uh, You'll probably find some basket makers over here and, and see some real good traditional uh, artworks as well. And you can purchase authentic baskets, authentic Native American clothing and items from the crafts and vendors that will be there. Mm-hmm. That is wonderful. Um, again, um, you said the children, they dress up in the traditional dance clothes as well, don't they? Absolutely. Yes, oh, ma'am. That's right. one way for a couple culture to continue and, and go into perpetuity is to make mm-hmm. sure that you train your children, right? Right. And uh, I, I've noticed that most Native American people, they, they love their children and uh, very fiercely, and, and they start putting them in dance clothes at a very early age, and uh, they go out there and get at it as well, too, and it's a lot of fun to watch them as well. All right. So let everyone know, again, uh, when will the uh, festival take place, the powwow take place, and anything else they need to know about um, the powwow before they come tomorrow? Sure. Well, the powwow is going to be at the Grand Village of the Natchez Indians. Uh, the gates will open around 10 o'clock tomorrow. It is $5 for adults and $3 uh, for children per day. Uh, the gourd dance will start at 1 p.m. tomorrow, and then grand entry and intertribal will start at 2 p.m. We'll also have another session of gourd dance tomorrow night at 7 p.m., and then another grand entry and intertribal dancing starting at 8 p.m. Oh, we anticipate having a traditional stickball game tomorrow at 10 a.m. Uh, in addition to that, on Sunday, March 31st, We'll have board dance starting at 1 p.m. and grand entry and tribal dancing at 2 p.m. Right. Well, thank you, Lance, again for spending a little time with us today. I know you're really busy and getting ready for the uh, the uh, festival tomorrow, the powwow tomorrow. Again, thank you so much. We want to thank everyone for traveling with us today and thank all of our guests for joining us. Michelle Bingham with Blue Cross Blue Shield Taste of Mississippi. Eric Kegler with the Mississippi Museum of Arts Art Party. TJ Harvey with the 14th Annual Sante South Wine Festival. And of course, Lance Harris with the 31st Annual Natchez Powwow. Now, if you missed any part of our show, you can log on to mbbonline.org and listen to our podcast. For Kamel King, I'm Michelle McAdoo. Stay tuned for Southern Remedy up next. And join us next week for another amazing trip on Next Stop Mississippi.